Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran. Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Prystadt, Missouri. I am Darren Chain, your announcer for the first Sunday in Lent. Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the lay master Bruce Sletton, organist Mrs. Susan Sinninger, and acolytes are Lisa Vaught and Carson Carson Minnie. Today's order of service is at www.trinity1874.com. Radio broadcast for today is sponsored by St. John's Lutheran Church, Stones Prairie, and dedicated to the glory of God. May God bless us as we worship together. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to worship this morning. It's great to be with you all here in God's house once again to worship and most importantly to be served by him, to receive from him his gifts of word and sacrament. Please stand this morning and let's greet each other and share the peace with one another. And members, if you see people that you don't know or recognize, go say hi and tell them welcome today.
All right, and as you are taking your seats, uh, as you probably noticed by the students that processed in, uh, they all are all wearing their school shirts. Today is the beginning of National Lutheran Schools Week for us, and we are excited to have them here as they um, sing for us. And you'll notice that that is the theme for the worship service here today. Uh, we are thankful to God that He has so graciously blessed us with the school that we have, and uh, we will continue to pray God's richest blessings upon it. And so let's begin our worship today with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, this Lord's Day. And we thank you, Lord, that as always, that none of us are here by accident. None of us are here this morning or are listening by chance. But because, Lord, as always, your holy gospel calls us to be here, calls us to listen, to receive from you the good news. And now, Lord, we ask that as we worship you here, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Please stand. Holy Spirit, our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Since we are gathered to hear God's word, to call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar, let us first consider our unworthiness, confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our opening hymn is, O Love, How Deep, number 544 in the Lutheran Service Book.
When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. With long life I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place. Most high, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. And no plague shall near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you. To guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up. Lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With, with long life I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, since you have committed the care and nurture of children to your people, graciously enlighten those who teach and learn at this school that they may know the truth and trust in you all the days of their lives. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. for today comes from Psalm chapter 45, verses 1 through 7. My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. You are the most handsome of the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. In your majesty, ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome deeds. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The peoples fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. This is the word of our Lord. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame.
children, your voices and your love for Jesus has made this morning's service even more special. Can we have the uh, young disciples come forward, please, for our children's message? Good morning, everybody. How are you? Good. Do you know what is special about this week? And I'm going to give you a hint. What's special about this week, Grace? That's right. We are celebrating National Lutheran Schools Week. And what does it say on the front of our bulletin? It says that we are what, Harper? Yes, that we are joyfully Lutheran, and all this week we are going to be talking at school about what that means. And this week got me to thinking, what is so special about a Lutheran school anyway? And what is so special about our school? Well, I did some research. Can anyone guess how many Lutheran elementary schools there are? Take a guess. Jackson, what do you think? Three, two. Ten. There's more than ten. How many do you think, Caden? Lutheran elementary schools in the United States. More than ten. Three, two. More than twenty. Harper, one more guess. More than a hundred. There are seven hundred and eighty-five Lutheran elementary schools. That does not include the thousands of preschools and early childhood centers and the over 100 high schools that we have. That's just elementary schools like ours. Can you guess how many students there are in those schools, those elementary schools? How many do you think, Cordell? That's a little high. <laughs> That's a little high. That There are over 200,000 Lutheran school students in all of the schools, the high schools, the early childhoods, the elementaries. But in just the elementary schools, there are 86,000 students, just like you guys. Um, our school was founded in the year 1875. Our year was founded, or our school was founded in the year 1875. Do you know when cars were invented? Cars were invented in 1885. Electricity was invented in 1879. The telephone was invented in 1876. All of those things happened after our school was founded. So our school was founded before electricity, before telephones, and I don't mean cell phones, I mean the old-fashioned telephones with a cord on them. And even before we had cars, we had our school across the street educating students. Wow, have things changed a lot since that time, 
right? Uh, Since our school first opened its doors, a lot of things have changed, but there are two things that have stayed the same in all of those years. One of them is that by going to a Lutheran school, your teachers and staff help you to grow strong in your faith so that you are prepared for the rest of your life. That is one thing that has been the same in all of those years across the street and in other Lutheran schools. Number two, the other thing that has stayed the same all those years is that you are affirmed every day that you walk into that school building as a child of Christ, as a child of God. And every day you learn about your identity as his child. What an amazing thing that is, right? So, why Lutheran schools? There's thousands of reasons that have walked through those halls over there across the street. If you are one of those reasons for Lutheran schools, if you were, have graduated from Trinity or went to Trinity, will you stand up or raise your hand so these kids can see who you are? If you went to Trinity across the street, stand up or raise your hand. Boys and girls, these are some of the reasons that we have Lutheran schools. Thank you guys so much. And right now, today, there are 111 reasons that we have walking through those halls over at school. And God tells us in the Bible, we have this hanging over above the front doors of our school. It says in Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he gets old, he will not part from it. That is why we have Lutheran schools. And Matthew 19.14, this is the last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to pray. Matthew 19.14 says, Let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What an exciting thing to have a Lutheran school right here in Christstadt. Let's all bow our heads and pray and give thanksgiving for that. Dear Lord, we pray this morning for our staff as they do God's work daily for our students and that the seeds that are planted in them will grow for the rest of their lives. Lord, we give thanksgiving for our Lutheran school and for the other Lutheran schools in the United States where we have the opportunity to learn more about you and what it means to be your child for the rest of our lives. Lord, we love you so much, and in Jesus' name we all pray. Amen. Thank you, God.
Our epistle lesson comes from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 24. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. This is the word of our Lord. Well, the gospel for this morning is taken from St. John, the first chapter. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. This is the gospel of our Lord. Our hymn of the day is, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee, number 803 in the Lutheran Service Book.
Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I have a confession to make. Back in 2009, when, I was, when my wife and I were going through interviews on which church that, might, that we might be able to be matched up with, I didn't want to go to a church that had a school. Really, I just wanted to keep my head down. I wanted to preach and teach and visit folks, and I just, I just wanted to keep it simple. And I can tell you that now, having done it for 10 years, I cannot imagine being a pastor any other way. I just can't fathom it. When Lutheran schools were created, I don't know if they had this particular story in mind, but it's sort of like the story of the Trojan horse. Remember, they all gathered up inside of this giant wooden horse. They go inside of the city. Oh, it's just a present. Thank you so much. The war is over. And then they all come out and they let the doors open and then they besiege the city. I'm convinced that Lutheran schools are a lot like that. Because what we've done is we've sort of pulled the pulled the rug, pulled the wool over this nation's eyes, over the entire world's eyes, and said, yes, come and get a great education, and you absolutely will. But we preach Christ, and we preach Him crucified. And in everything that we do, and everything that we say, and everything that we teach, in every single curriculum book that we have, in every single subject that is taught, Jesus is there. Jesus is at the center. At my first parish, I went in to read to the pre-K kids, and there was a little boy there. And this little boy, his family was Jewish. And they were sending him to this, to our Christian school. They were sending him to our Lutheran school. And I was kind of warned beforehand by the teacher about this little boy, and because, you see, this little boy would not stop talking while I was reading. And it was fine. Do you want to know why it was fine? Because he kept talking about Jesus. Over and over and over again, he wouldn't stop. I couldn't get through the Bible story without just, okay, I get it, but I'm the pastor, you're not. It was was wonderful. And every single night, this little boy would go home to his family who did not believe in Christ. And this little boy would tell his family about what he learned about Jesus. That's reason number one million for why Lutheran schools. After that, it was a few years after that, I had at at the same, at my previous parish, there was a young man who he was, I believe he was in sixth grade. He came up to me. I had done a chapel talk on being a baptized child. And he came up to me after that and said, Pastor Jake, I want to get baptized too. I said, great, let's do it. Well, then what happened is, is that that 
young man went and told his friend what was going to happen, and his friend was not baptized either. And so suddenly his friend comes to me and says, Pastor Jake, I want to get baptized too. Great, let's do it. And then suddenly that friend went and told his friends. And so on a chapel Wednesday at 9 o'clock in the morning, there were nine of them lined up. And I baptized every single one of them. Reason number one million in five why Lutheran schools. One of the best things that our school does every year is the Christmas program. And it's wonderful. And the kids are, are all dressed up and they're really cute. And there's a little Mary up there and a Joseph and people are the donkeys and the sheep and all of these, all of these things. And it's super cute and it's wonderful. It's great. It's one of my favorite nights of the entire year. But it's not about the sheep, as cute as they are. And it's not about how cute and handsome and pretty that the kids look when they get dressed up. Christmas and Easter are the two largest in every church in America. Christmas and Easter are the two largest attended services every single year. Many of them come and they do not know who Jesus is. And so kind of going back to that, to that Trojan horse metaphor, they come to look at their they come to look at their relative, to watch them sing. And yet the entire time, our children are telling them about Christ. They're singing about Christ. They are singing about this Messiah who has come. A Savior has been born in the town of Bethlehem. A Savior has been born to you. The Christmas program exists for one purpose. And that is to point every single one of those people who come here on that night to Jesus. Lutheran schools exist for one purpose. To point everyone, all of the faculty, all of, their fa- all of the families that we have, everyone who is associated with it, to Jesus. Lutheran schools exist... Because people, children, and their families, they need to know that they are saved by grace alone. They need to know that everything has already been paid for. They need to know that the Father will never stop seeking them. They need to know that Jesus' love never runs out for them. They need to know, just like in the sermon that, we, that, that, was, that was said on Wednesday night, they need to know that, the, that forgiveness never runs out. I loved the line that was in that, in that sermon, because if it was just seven times as Peter asked, well, we could keep count of seven times. But no, Jesus says forgiveness is infinity times. It never runs out. And this is what our students and our families, this is what they need to know. Lutheran schools exist to dispense the treasures of the kingdom of heaven, grace and truth. Do some of our kids get in trouble? Yeah, they do. They're not perfect angels. But there is forgiveness that happens. When, 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 an, when a 
child has offended another child, reconciliation is, is made. So-and-so, I confess that I did this to you. Well, then I forgive you. And that happens every single time. Every single Wednesday, we have the opportunity where they all come together and we have chapel together. And we get to hear God's Word together. And we get to hear once again about the amazing treasures of the kingdom of heaven. Grace and truth. Lutheran schools exist because the Word became flesh, as our text from John just said. And not only has the Word become flesh, but as John wrote, we are, all, we are in the same way that John the Baptist was, we are witnesses of this fact. We are witnesses of God's grace. We are witnesses of His truth. We are sent out to tell people as witnesses of God's grace, as witnesses of His truth. We are sent out to tell people about this Jesus. And it might start just like that little boy. It might start with their own families. It might start with with their friends. But going into next year, the enrollment is at 123. 123 children will either will will some will either learn for the first time or some will continue to learn about this Jesus. And then those 123, they go out and tell their families. And then those families go out and tell more. And those people go out and tell more. Do you see what happens? It just keeps going. In Lutheran schools, student in, um, in Lutheran schools, we come together and worship on Ash Wednesday, just this last week, and we receive ashes on our heads. And the reason why we receive ashes, as I mentioned to them on Wednesday, is twofold. Number one, to remind us that we are indeed sinful. And number two, to remind us, to remind them that a Savior has come. And that Savior has come in the person of Jesus Christ. To remind them and all of us, not only our need for a Savior, but that the Savior has come to them. Lutheran schools exist because through memory, through Bible class, through prayer, through mutual Christian encouragement, we are planting deep in the hearts of our students and families the Word of God. And in a very real way, just as Jesus became incarnate, the Word made flesh for us, our school exists to be an incarnational ministry to them. Again, it is, it, is, it is a place where the blessings and the treasures of the kingdom of heaven are found. Forgiveness, grace, mercy, and healing. Lutheran schools exist to point families to Jesus, the author and perfecter of their faith. Who? Let's read that. It was in the gradual. In your bulletins, let's read that together. 
O come, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. That's why Lutheran schools exist. That's why we have one. Because the reason for why we are here as as people, whether or not you go to our school or not, even if you don't go to our school, no matter where you go, your purpose on this earth is singular. To point everybody that you meet to Jesus. And may that start with our own families. And may that then go from our families to the people that we work with, to our own extended families. That everything that we do, think, say, and do, teach, proclaim, preach, everything points to the Savior, and everything points them to Christ. I love the song that the children sang. I don't remember exactly how the, how the chorus went, but it went something like this. Jesus died so that I might live. Jesus died so that I might live. Unfortunately, there are churches out there that believe that there's no way that children can have faith, and so that's why they don't baptize babies and why they don't baptize kids. I don't know exactly how many of them were up here But every single one of them have faith. Every single one. A large part of this is because of the school that they go to. The other very large part of it, I think the most important part, is because of the families for which they come from, because they are teaching the faith at home. Let their refrain be ours too. Jesus died so that I might live. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Nicene Creed. It is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty.
There are tithes and offerings, and the pew that you are in is a red sign-in book. So whether you are a member or a guest with us, we ask that you would please fill that out so we know that you were here uh, at worship with us. We collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. The radio broadcast is made possible by donations to the radio broadcast ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help at 417-235-7300. Lenten services will be on Wednesday. March 4th at 7 p.m. The next LWML meeting is Wednesday, March 4th at 1.30 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. Ladies, please bring your favorite refrigerant magnet. The Trinity Lutheran School Carnival is Friday, March 6th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. There will be dinner, games, a silent auction, and a live auction. Come enjoy the event with us. Anyone wishing to purchase lilies for the church altar during the Easter season needs to get your order in by March 20th. The cost is $10 each, and the order forms can be found in the Northex. Please call and give your order to either Gloria Krieger or the church office. The Singing Saints will be at Trinity this Thursday, March 5th at 7 p.m. Please come and hear the choir. Invite your friends and neighbors. Several ladies' Bible study groups meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. We will now rejoin our congregation in the celebration of Holy Communion. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Father, we give you thanks for this day and leading us here so we can worship you. As the beautiful sunrise this morning signals a new day in our lives, your refreshing word gives us the strength to live a life filled with joy and hope. Remind us this week how important it is to keep Jesus in the center of our lives, even the lives of our students. Let us always remember to fix our eyes on you, Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for the sick, those who are hot or struggle with emotional or spiritual issues. 
those who are hospitalized, those who will be undergoing surgery, those on the road to recovery. We lift up all of those on our health list, Melba, Landreth, Janice, Carol, Ethel, Joan, Addison, Steve, Becky, Bob Curtid, Bob Dodson, Bob Yelinek, Gary Degan, Gary Magruder, Emma Conklin, Brenda, Wayne Towers, Rosemarie, John Alexander, John Eden, Debbie, Mary, Lisa, Catherine, Lauren, Joe, Phil, Judy, Louise, Ruth, Dana, Dennis Nost, Lynn Grace, Margaret Holly, Norma Kaiser, and Roy Oberman. All of these, Lord, we lift up to you in prayer, as well as those we now name in our hearts. Heavenly Father, you are the great healer and sustainer of life. Be with those who are currently dealing with these conditions or issues, and if it be your will, heal them completely. Use the trials and challenges they face to grow closer to you. Give them a sense of your presence during these difficult times as they reach out to you for comfort. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for our leaders who hold positions of service nationally, in our state and in our local communities. Father, these people have accepted the responsibility of leadership as part of their commitment to serve. Send your Holy Spirit to give them true wisdom, to govern in a way that glorifies your name. Keep them mindful of those who cannot speak for themselves, especially the unborn. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for all the brave men and women who serve in the military, especially those who serve in the most dangerous places. We think of all first responders, police, fire, and emergency personnel. Father, we pray that you will send your angels to watch over them, to protect them against all harm, strengthen and encourage them so they can remain strong and courageous. Lord, in your mercy. A prayer for birthdays being celebrated. We give you thanks, O Lord, for the many blessings you have given to your servants, Lena Bremer, who is celebrating 91 years of life, and James Gaddy, celebrating 81 years, especially for bestowing on them length of days in this present life. Grant that they may always know your loving kindness, abide in the confession of your name, and put trust each day in your gracious care and protection. May the celebration of their births be a celebration of life both now and the life yet to come. Lord, in your mercy, a special prayer for our school, our schools. Jesus, you are the good shepherd. You have directed us to feed and tend your lambs and sheep. We pray that you continue to bless our Lutheran schools, strengthen and equip and encourage all who teach and all who learn in them so that your name is praised and honored as knowledge, skills, and attitudes are imparted and acquired. Make our school a haven of your grace and mercy. Give patience and discernment to our teachers as they daily interact with their students. Give them the insight to apply rightly both law and gospel, equipping their children to share the good news of the gospel and how to apply this in their lives. Preserve our school as a blessing to our students and families, to our congregation, and to all you have given us the opportunity to serve. Through word and sacrament, strengthen and encourage each of our school families as, so they grow in faith toward you and in love to one another. That by your grace, 
they may be a light in a world held captive in the darkness of sin. Lord, in your mercy. And finally, a prayer for our congregation. Lord, I offer up a special prayer for this congregation of yours. As you continue to bless us, keep us focused on what's most important in our lives. Help each of us find the time to be in your word, spend time in daily prayer, strengthen our hearts for mission, and finally nurture the love we have for you and one another. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Lord, as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communing, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, and with us, you confess. I recognize and confess. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. first distribution hymn will be Jesus, Refuge of the Weary, number 423 in the Lutheran Service Book.
Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. pray the post-communion collect together. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look, look upon you with his favor and give you his peace.
worship for today. This week is a very busy week for us here. Uh, our midweek Wednesday night Lenten service is this coming March 4th at 7 p.m. The next LWML meeting is Wednesday, March 4th at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. Please note the meeting will be on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday. The Singing Saints will be at our church this Thursday, March 5th at 7 p.m. Please come and hear this choir. Invite your friends and neighbors. And the Trinity Lutheran and the Trinity Lutheran School Carnival is on Friday, March 6th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. There will be dinner, games, a silent auction, and live auction. Please come and enjoy the evening with us. Uh, and then this week, for those of you who have been listening to the Daily Prayer Pod, uh, this week it will, it, all of them are, or, I'm sorry, this week all of them have been read by students of our school. And so uh, please take a listen for that as well. I pray that you all have a very, very blessed week. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Darren Shank. 